Hello and welcome to the Big Sky Breakdown. Coulter Nuanas, as always, you can find the Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Much delayed and much anticipated. This is going to be a Bobcats by the numbers. I'm sorry this took so long. I was trying to find a way to schedule with my brother Brooks when we did a similar style episode back in May about Montana. Then summer kind of got away from us. And then in July, it was kind of a dormant time, and I knew we had several great sponsors re-upping with us in August. So we're sitting here recording this on August 1st. And so it was an unintentional delay for about six weeks and then an intentional delay for another four. I know you don't care about my excuses, as uh, former Montana State head coach Jeff Choate used to always say. Everybody's got problems and nobody cares about yours. Put your problems in the middle of the table. Look around the room and I bet you you want yours back. It's a great saying, great way to live your life. So apologies for that, but here you are, better late than never. This Bobcats by the Numbers and this Big Sky Breakdown is presented by Blackbook Communications. Couldn't do all of our awesome podcast work and all of our awesome work at Skyline Sports without the fierce support of Blackfoot from their development team, their connect to more business initiatives, and all their networking abilities. Blackfoot is awesome. They're so supportive of all the things we do here uh, at the Big Sky Breakdown at Skyline Sports. Also, thanks so much to Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Proud to have Opportunity Bank on board for the uh, the 2022 football season. Appreciate them. And the Big Sky Breakdown is brought to you in part by Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth. Nick is my financial advisor, great guy. He's helped me with all sorts of finances, whether it's putting together a uh, whole life insurance policy or you know, advising me on all the things I needed to do to help me buy a house last summer. Uh, he's awesome, man, and we really uh, appreciate his friendship and appreciate all his professional uh, aptitude and appreciate him for uh, all the things that he's helped us with. All right, let's dive into it. Bobcats by the numbers going number zero through number 99. We'll just give you quick hitters about pretty much every guy on the uh, Montana State football roster. I guess it'll be through number 98. For NSU, no, 90, no 99 on the roster this year. I uh, got two number zeros. We actually get this thing started off with a couple guys who I don't know much about at all. Number zero on offense is Malik Mullins. He's a six foot three, hundred and ninety pound wide receiver. He's a native of Florida City, Florida. He's going to be a sophomore. He's a junior college transfer that they added after the spring. So he comes from Independence Community College in Kansas. And that's about all I know about him. I will say one of the the spots that I thought Montana State needed a little bit of an influx in talent in the offseason was going to be receiver. And I think that's indicated by the addition of number zero on offense, Malik Mullins, and number one on offense, Ravy Alston. Alston, your rare D3 to D1 transfer. He's from Lake Elsinore, California. He went to St. John's, a D3 power in Minnesota. He's a graduate transfer. But he's a six foot three, two hundred five pounder. He was on campus uh, during the winter and spring, so I have seen him in person. He's a good addition, really good looking guy, uh, really good body, uh, great upside I think. And he's a polished guy too. He played a lot of football, even if it wasn't the D three level. He, he's definitely been through uh, the grind of a college football season multiple times over. So uh, Malik Mullins, Ravi Olson, a couple guys that could be key factors in MSU's football season. N- number zero defensively. Tyrell Thomas. Tyrell Thomas was a guy who broke in the starting lineup as a freshman back during the uh, Jeff Choate Bobcat days. He's from Compton, California, St. John Bosco Prep. 
one of the many DBs from Southern California that Gerald Alexander helped lure to Montana State. Thomas was a standout. He had a a uh, a unforgettable play in the 2017 Bobcat Grizzly game in Bozeman where he broke up a pass at the very end of the game to secure a win, and then he basically ran up and down the field doing flips and cartwheels and everything. He's an affable kid, really good kid. He was plagued by injuries last year. That was part of the reason why some of the other defensive backs for the Cats were able to, to really rise up and become breakout players like Ty Okada and Simeon Woodard. Um, but Tyler Thomas back for his senior year, and I think that he'll be uh, at the very least a versatile option. He can play on the outside and the inside. Again, just 5'8", 170, but he can play nickel. He's not necessarily the big nickel like Okada, but he can play nickel, and uh, I think he'll definitely contribute to the depth at the very least. Number one, defensively, easy E is what they call him, Eric Zambrano, six foot one, two hundred eight pound junior from Upland, California. He was moved to safety in the spring. He was sort of in and out of the lineup. I know he had a personal tragedy, had a little, uh, some sort of death in his family. Unfortunate, but. Uh, he's a guy that, from a football standpoint, talent standpoint, really good. I think he just needs to keep it together in terms of uh, consistency uh, in the classroom and, uh, you know, just in practice and stuff like that. He, he's got all the upside in the world. Moving to safety, he has prototype size for that spot, and he's going to be a fast safety at the Big Sky Conference level. So uh, if he can um, if he can settle in, uh, he'll be a good addition. Or I, I should say a stalwart, an emerging player there on the back end for MSU. Number two defensively, Drew Polidor. He's out of Katy, Texas. He's a freshman, six foot one, hundred and eighty pound corner, a transfer from Air Force. Just spent one year at Air Force. He had two picks in the Sunny Holland Spring game, so he was kind of a breakout guy there. And uh, so he, he's definitely a guy that could threaten to contribute. But I think Montana State's gonna be really good at corner, so I think he's a guy that. He's going to have to fight for some playing time, but he definitely made some some progress during the uh, the spring portion of, of the football schedule. Number two on offense is Cleveland Thomas, another guy we haven't seen from Miami, Florida, a transfer from Kentucky. He started in the SEC at Kentucky, but a grad transfer. I think that that's just indicative of Montana State knowing. I mean, they just needed to get a dude or two or three at the wide receiver spot after they lost – some really talented guys from a year ago, including Lance McCutcheon, who's now with the Los Angeles Rams. I think that they knew that uh, Willie Patterson, Coy Steele, who's number three offensively, uh, maybe not going to be enough. So they brought in these these transfers. They lost some transfers at receiver as well in Jaden Smith and Charles Brown, a couple uh, cousins from Texas, as well as Jamad Monroe. But uh, Cleveland Thomas, sort of a, a an example of what I'm talking about. They they knew they needed an influx of talent at receiver, and they maybe at least got some options and uh, maybe got some players. We'll see. Number three defensively is Ready Short, or maybe it's Reedy Short. It's R H E D I. Again, again, another guy we haven't seen yet live and in person. He is also a graduate transfer, six foot one hundred and ninety five pound safety out of Pasadena, California. He spent a substantial part of his career at Arizona. So a Pac-12 guy uh, expected to contribute to the depth defensively. Coy Steele is number three on offense. Steele is a former Wyoming Gatorade Player of the Year, a 5'8", 177-pound senior out of Sheridan, Wyoming. 
he celebrated senior day last year, but had an, a, an extra year of eligibility left. He was a guy that uh, it was sort of in between whether he was going to come back or not. He decided to come back. He's just a really hard nosed player. You know, he's not that big of a guy, um, but he's tough as nails. He started eight games in 2019. He caught 23 passes for 334 yards and four touchdowns. He got knocked out of a game, came back in, but then kind of struggled with injuries down the stretch after that and uh, had a hard time staying healthy last year as well. But he's got another year left, and uh, so he'll be uh, probably the front runner at least to start in the slot for Montana State. Number four defensively is James Campbell, six foot one, 179-pound senior out of Palatka, Florida. You can see that he's one of the holdover Florida guys on the roster, actually the only holdover Florida guy besides uh, Jahari Martin, who we'll get to in just a minute, from the Choate era. But Choate's brought in a couple more Florida guys, so maybe that's a place they want to recruit. Uh, that would make sense given Vegan's, Brent Vegan's um, North Dakota State ties. Uh, they do a good job recruiting Florida as well. But James Campbell, a holdover from Palatka, Florida, and he made the move from quarterback to receiver, then receiver to uh, cornerback. Special teams stand out as a junior, and then last year he started some games and was solid uh, at corner for Montana State. So um, ended up playing in, in 10 games, started the opener, and he also had four tackles in the uh, playoff win over Sam Houston State. Number four on offense, a guy that has been much talked about and will continue to be talked about, it's Tommy Mallott, the quarterback from Butte, Montana. The kid took the FCS playoffs by storm last year. What a story. Matt McKay uh, gets benched. Matt McKay enters the graduate, or excuse me, the, the NCAA transfer portal following Montana's rivalry loss to, uh, Montana State's rivalry loss to Montana, excuse me. And uh, Bob, Tommy Mallott takes over and the Bobcats are off and running. Uh, they win three straight games to advance to the FCS national title game. And now Malat, a huge target on his back. He's never started in the Big Sky Conference yet. Uh, he is the preseason All-Big Sky selection at quarterback. But if you believe Brent Vegan and his staff, he's impervious to pressure. So this shouldn't be anything but uh, just a, uh, a slight nuisance to him as he tries to achieve uh, meeting his, his very high individual standards. Number five on offense Garrett Kuhn, another Wyoming product. He's also from Sheridan, six foot one, two hundred and five pounds, sophomore. Uh, he's a guy that's shown flashes during spring. He's tough. He's a big back, and uh, he runs hard. Uh, he'll be there, kind of in the mix uh, as a guy that maybe could break into the rotation, just depending on how the health uh, falls down. Um, just depending on how healthy guys in front of him stay. Number five defensively, Jeffrey Manning Jr., six foot one, hundred and ninety-two pounds senior out of Los Angeles, California, a former transfer from Oregon State. He was a good player last year, solid on the back end, started for the duration of the season last year. Uh, he's a charismatic guy, too, I think well liked by his teammates. He's got good speed. I think he needs to be a little bit more aggressive as a tackler, but there's also not a lot of tackles to be had when you have Amandre Williams and Chase Benson and Daniel Hardy on the front line and, and Troy Anderson and Callahan O'Reilly on the at the linebackers and, uh, you know, um, Ty Okada and, and some other guys on the back. And not a lot of tackles come in Montana State's safety's way uh, in recent years. So, uh, But Manning's a good player. Should be a potential all-league guy here uh, as a senior. 
Number six defensively, Miles Jackson, 5'11", 185-pound sophomore out of Portland, Oregon, Central Catholic High School, which is one of the powerhouses out there. I thought Jackson flashed during spring each of the last two years. Hasn't found his way onto the field as much as I thought he might. Uh, but he's still young, so maybe that's uh, ahead of him, but I do think he's got a lot of potential. Number six on offense is Jared White. He's a 5'10", 195-pound freshman from Frisco, Texas, uh, out of Wakeland High School. Another guy we haven't seen anything out of. Uh, he was a signee in, in February, um, so we'll see. We'll see where he where he fits in this year, but I don't know much about this kid other than that he comes from a, a good high school program and obviously comes from a, a city, a town, a suburb of Dallas that – also happens to host the FCS uh, National Championship game. Number seven, one of our favorites, a starting safety end, Nickelback, a senior out of Woodbury, Minnesota, East Ridge High School, 5'11", 185 pounds. It's Ty Okada. He's going to be one of the undisputed leaders of this Bobcat squad this upcoming year. Uh, he's one of the best players in the Big Sky Conference, one of the best players on MSU's defense last year, a second-team All-Big Sky uh, performer. He finished with 79 tackles. And uh, he also had multiple interceptions, including one that he returned for a touchdown against San Diego. And the guy that's just really well-spoken, he's got good perspective, former walk-on, and absolutely should be one of the best players in the league, period, this upcoming season. Bobcats by the Numbers, presented in part by Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Running back Kagan Williams, he's a 5'9", 195-pound grad transfer from San Diego State. Uh, if you're sensing a theme here, there is one. Uh, grad transfers has been a high priority here in, in year two under Brent Vegan. Williams played a little bit at San Diego State. They've had some stacked running back rooms there, but he did produce a little bit, you know, rushed for a couple hundred yards, had some touchdowns. Uh, but I think they're really trying to fortify that depth there um, because of the, the question marks surrounding the health of their all-star running back. We'll get to that here in just a minute. But Kagan Williams expected to be a contributor out of the backfield for MSU. Number eight defensively, Lavelle Price Jr. He's a safety slash nickel out of St. John Bosco Prep, a guy who grew up with Tyrell Thomas uh, there in the Compton, Los Angeles area. Uh, Lavelle Price is a good player. Uh, I think he'll have an opportunity to really be in the mix there. I think he's one of the guys, like when he is sort of an in and out of the starting lineup type guy, he's really talented. So that just shows you uh, how much talent MSU has at that spot. That shows you how much depth they got there on the defensive back end. You know, if you go Ty Okada, Lavelle Price, and Tyrell Thomas as your three options at nickel, you got a lot of options at, at corner and nickel. Number eight on offense, tight end Derek Snell, six foot two, 245 pounds, out of Anchorage, Alaska, former Alaska Gatorade Player of the Year. He had a good year last year. Montana State played several tight ends uh, a year ago. Snell had nine catches for 84 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he kind of touched out against Southern Utah and also against Northern Colorado. Oh, excuse me, that was in uh, 2019. I was looking at his stats from his uh, redshirt freshman year. Uh, but last year, uh, Derek Snell uh, was also the most targeted of the Bobcat tight ends. He had 20 catches for 159 yards and a touchdown. Trayton Pickering, who we'll get to in a minute, he had 15 catches for 140 yards. And then Ryan Davis played a lot, didn't get a lot of targets, but he, he played a lot as well. Ryan Lonergan also kind of got in the mix, but didn't get any any balls thrown his way. We'll get to Lonergan here in a minute as well. But Snell is a great athlete. He's a great basketball player. I think he has an opportunity to be one of the better tight ends in the league. Uh, the preseason all-league team only has one tight end spot on it. I thought Snell probably would have been my number two or number three selection 
Marshall Martin out of uh, Sac State was the the overall pick and our pick. Returning first-team All-Big Sky guy, so no surprise there. But I think Snell and Cole Grossman from Montana were the other two guys that were really in contention there. So I, I think highly of Snell, and I think he has an opportunity for a breakout year. Number nine offensively, Taco Dowler. Montana Gatorade Player of the Year out of Billings West, an incoming freshman, five foot nine, hundred and sixty pounds. The kid's lightning in a bottle. I think the the fact that Montana State has question marks at receiver, but also the fact that Dowler's just so dang talented. I think Dowler's going to have an opportunity to play. He's a great returner, a phenomenal returner. He's sort of cut out of the same cloth as some of these other uh, Billings slot receivers, like Junior Bergen, Gabe Sulser. I know both those guys went to the Grizzlies, but Taco Dollar is a good get out of Billings West, and uh, he made nothing but plays during his uh, high school career at West, led West to back-to-back state championship games, and I think he he really has an opportunity to play here at Montana State early, uh, a local high school. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Number nine, defensively. Gosh, they have a lot of repeat numbers. It's crazy. I feel like we've already been rolling on this thing for 15, 16, 17 minutes. They got duplicate numbers on every side of the on, on both sides of the ball. Excuse me, all the way through number eighteen. We don't get to single guys wearing the numbers until we get into the twenties. So uh, I don't know, guys like the the single digit and the teen numbers, I guess. But number nine defensively, Simeon Woodard. I love this guy. I think he's one of the best corners in the league. He had four picks his freshman year. He's out of San Antonio, Texas. Five foot ten, hundred and seventy pounder. I think he has a real chance to be an all-league player. I think he was one of the quietly breakout guys of Montana State's senior season last year. And if he can take the next step, that means he's an all-conference guy. And uh, that's a very good thing for the Cats. Number 10 for the Bobcats, Sean Chambers. He's a 6'3", 225-pound junior out of Wyoming, out of a transfer from Wyoming, quarterback. When this news first came down, I was very surprised by it because I thought, man, MSU has... Tommy Mallott coming back after this phenomenal run to the national title game. He's only going to be a sophomore, former Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, tons of talent, tons of work ethic. He's received a lot of high praise. Meanwhile, Sean Chambers was a winner when he was healthy at Wyoming. He's had a hard time staying healthy. I think he won a total of 12 games. He was the starter for multiple seasons, including when Brent Vegan was there. So I thought, wow, that's crazy that Vegan would bring in a guy who knows the system, who has familiarity with him, to challenge this guy. But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, man, maybe that's the smartest thing ever. Because if Chambers beats out Tommy Mallott, great, you got a good one. And you got a veteran guy with even more college experience than Mallott's got. If Chambers does nothing but push Mallott, boom, now maybe he does fulfill that all-big sky uh, prediction. Uh, I thought it was a weird move and a confusing move at first. Now I think it's a brilliant move. I think uh, Bobcats are in a win-win situation if those guys – I can get along, keep keep it between the ditches, but I definitely think that they will. Number 10 defensively, another guy's got a target on his back, Brody Greeby. He's got uh he he was a uh, an outstanding pass rusher in spot positions a year ago. He had five and a half 
sacks and seven and a half tackles for loss last year. He played in all 15 games, but he wasn't a full-time starter. But this is just the latest uh, chapter of the evolution of Brody Greedy. He grew up in Millstone, Montana. He was one of the most prolific scorers in basketball in Montana high school history. He was a multiple-time state champion in track and field. He also played football at Roundup because Millstone was only playing six-man football. Greeby rushed for 1,441 yards, 31 total touchdowns, and had 95 tackles his senior year at Roundup. Then, though, he didn't know what he was going to do. He had, he was sort of too good at all three sports to have a specialty in one, and he didn't have any bona fide big-time offers. But then he goes to Choate Prep School out east. Ironic, I know, because of the name, but a complete coincidence. He blows up, becomes a three-star recruit, signs with the Bobcats, and now here he is going into his sophomore year and the six foot two, two 232 pounder. He's got Targaryen's back too. He's been anointed as a leader. He was doing the press stuff after the uh, the Sunny Holland Spring Classic, and he also was named to the preseason All Big Sky team, despite not being a starter last year. So, people around the league know who Brody Greeby is, and I think he's going to continue to fortify that reputation. Number eleven defensively, Kenneth Iden the fourth. He's a Bozeman high guy, the Class AA Defensive Player of the Year two years ago. He's coming off a red shirt, six foot one, two hundred thirty pounds. I think he has a chance to be kind of like a hybrid edge guy, you know, hand in the dirt sometimes, standing up sometimes, mostly setting the edge and coming off the edge. I know he had a knee injury last year that really set him back, but he's a hard worker. I remember when I was living in Bozeman, I worked at the Ridge Athletic Club, and I used to see uh, Kenneth and his dad coming in all the time, working really hard ever since he was in middle school. I know his dream was to play for the Cats, and uh, he's definitely set himself up for that. If he can bounce back from the knee injury, uh, he'll be a contributor for sure. Number 11 on offense, Willie Patterson, senior wide receiver out of Tacoma, Washington. He's had a lot of hype behind him. He's a great talker. He's a cool dude. He's also a maddening punt returner. I know that uh, those that are listening that follow Bobcat football heavily, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Patterson's been, he's had some production uh, in his, his MSU career for sure. Last year, he was their second leading receiver, 30 catches for 375 yards and three touchdowns. And uh, they're moving him from the inside to the outside this year. So um, he's caught some balls, and uh, now I think he's one of those guys where now he's he's played, he's gotten talked about, he's been hyped up, he's battled some injuries, he's come back from those injuries. Now can he put it together? Can he have a great senior year? Uh, can he become an all-league type player? We'll see, but uh, he's a fun guy to talk to and a fun guy to follow along with, so... Uh, always rooting for Willie P, uh, even if he should uh, stay the hell away from some of those rolling punts. Despair, catch it or fall on it, buddy. Stop playing with fire. <laughs> Other than that, though, Willie Patterson's a good dude, uh, good player. So uh, I think he has an opportunity to be um, take that next step this next year. Number twelve defensively, Devin Davis, six foot, one hundred ninety five pound corner, out of uh, Vallejo, California. Good looking dude, runs well. A depth guy as of now, but I think that it's going to be between like Miles Jackson and Devin Davis and Jackson Harmon and Drew Polidor. A lot of these young corners, those are going to be the guys that are fighting for sort of those backup spots behind Simeon Woodard and James Campbell and Tyrell Thomas. If you have this amount of depth, though, I, I do think that most of these guys we're talking about can play in games and be at least adequate, if not very good. And that's a very good thing if you're the Bobcats. Number 12 on offense, Jordan Reed. 
a six foot six, two hundred and five pound freshman quarterback out of El Central, California. If you haven't already, go check out the story I did on Jordan Reed when he was coming out of high school. You can also find uh, the interview with him on Nuana's Now, the podcast, uh, my daily radio show on ESPN Radio. Interesting story. He's from just north of the Mexican border there in Southern California. COVID really impacted this young man's recruiting, and they ended up at uh, MSU. And, man, he's beautiful. He looks the part, man. He's He is Long and lean and athletic and fluid and has a great arm. Now can you figure out how to be a college quarterback? Can he put it all together? But I, I will really won't be surprised if they have some packages for him this year. Uh, they showed that in the spring, and uh, it won't surprise me at all this fall. I'm not saying he's going to push Tommy Mallott, but I do think there's an opportunity where multiple quarterbacks are going to be on the field at the same time. You heard it here first. Number 13, Elijah Elliott. He's a sophomore out of Portland, Oregon, a 5'10", 175-pound running back. Incredibly explosive, a guy who can run and catch. Uh, He was in and out of the lineup last year, but when he was healthy, he was very good. Provides great relief behind Isaiah Fonse, Montana State's uh, starting running back. 319 rushing yards, um, 5.1 yards per carry. also had 16 catches, which was fourth on the team. 163 yards as his third on the squad. So he's a, a dual threat guy there out of the backfield and a, a very um, versatile weapon for the MSU offense. And if Afonso is banged up, which we're going to get to that here in a minute, but if he, if he's not full strength early, Elliott's going to get a lot more touches. But I do think he's a very talented running back and, and a very uh, – I'm not going to say he's more than adequate. He's a good replacement uh, behind Isaiah Fonse. Number 13 defensively, Jackson Harmon. He's a six foot three, 205-pound redshirt freshman corner out of Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, he's a little bit farther behind Miles Jackson and Devin Davis, but he's, he's a big corner, a good-looking guy. He runs well. So uh, this is just a year. Can, can he get in the mix? Can he uh, prove that he can do it? Number 14, Neil Daly, a 6'3", 215-pound redshirt freshman out of Billings West High School. Actually started his career at Missoula Sentinel. He's a good track guy as well. You know, placed in the 200 meters in the state championship track meet as a senior. Was part of those great Billings West teams that played for back-to-back state titles. I thought Daly was one of the best raw athletes in his class. But like a lot of these other younger guys, just just learning how to play college football. So next step for him, probably break it in, trying to contribute on special teams. Number 14, Peyton Thornton. Six-foot-two, 230-pound redshirt freshman tight end out of Las Vegas. He's kind of in a log jam there, probably going to still be waiting his turn this year, but uh, maybe he can play his way in the rotation. But he's behind quite a few guys, including Derek Snell, who we already talked about, and uh, Trenton Pickering and Ryan Lonergan, who are still to talk about. So a lot of depth there at tight end. Number six is nothing about this kid besides also happens to be the son of Montana State offensive line coach Brian, uh, Brian Armstrong. So um, Michael Armstrong, incoming freshman, likely to redshirt, but uh, – a guy who's a good player at the AA level at Gallatin High and uh, also has a family tie on the staff. Number 17 offensively, Christian Anaye. He's a 6'1", 175-pound freshman receiver out of Chandler, Arizona, out of Hamilton High School. It's a great high school. I don't know much about this kid other than he can really run, and uh, that's a good program that he comes from. That's a good area, too. I mean, if Montana State can get some recruiting momentum there, I always think the Arizona kids have a hard, the hardest time just uh, culturally fitting in, in in Bozeman and Missoula. But that's a great program there at Hamilton, so that could be a, a you know a good inroad, a good pipeline. Number 17 defensively for the Bobcats, Caden Dowler. That's Taco Dowler's twin brother. 
Caden struggled with an injury during most of his senior year, ankle I believe it was, but he's a good two-way player when he was healthy for Billings West and a sort of a package deal with his brother, but he's bigger than Taco. Taco's just 5'9", Caden's foot, 190 pounds, and they have him slated as a safety for now, so um, uh, he'll be interesting. Number 18 offensively, Sean Austin. He's a six foot, 285-pound redshirt freshman quarterback out of Kuna, Idaho, this was Jeff Choate's guy, and uh, we'll see if Austin can figure out a way to hang around and stay around now that he almost certainly has Tommy Malott, Sean Chambers, uh, and Jordan Reed in front of him. But I actually think Austin's good, and I think that's a sign of the progress that the MSU quarterback's room has made under Brent Vegan. Sean Austin was kind of like the next guy. He was going to be the guy that took over for Tucker Ovig. Uh, in the if Jeff Choate was still around, and they've brought in three guys, or at least developed three guys. Sean Austin's going to be buried on the depth chart, and Sean Austin's pretty good. So I think it shows the progress talent-wise that Montana State's made at the quarterback spot. Number 18 defensively, Kendrick Bailey. He's a 6'192 pound uh, junior safety, former Sacramento City College transfer. He's a good-looking kid. Every time I see him, I'm like, that guy looks good. He runs well. Put together well. I always check my roster. Who is that? Oh, Kendrick Bailey. Okay. Uh, he's he's had an injury last year, shoulder injury that really held him back. But he's a special teams guy and uh, could be a depth guy. I don't overlook him. He actually is a tough player who's a good athlete. So I'll be interested to see what kind of progress he could make. But he was on the two deep last year at moments in time. So if he can stay healthy, he can contribute. Number 19, offensively, one of my favorite guys, Jahari Martin. 5'11", 232 pounds of solid muscle out of Lakeland, Florida. A guy who came in as potentially a linebacker, then got stuck at running back. Now he's a fullback. I thought he was incredibly underrated last year in, in the MSU run game. He's tough. He's strong. He's powerful. He's fearless. He plays with a ton of courage. He's a really good dude who has a lot of stuff going on. A great social ad, advocate and activist and uh, introspective dude who's really, really fun to, to listen to and talk to. And uh, I hope he has a more prominent role this year because I think he's a really good player. I think Montana State's better when he's on the field. Number 20 defensively, Tyson Pottinger. He's a 6'2", 190-pound safety out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, redshirt freshman. Uh, they loved this kid when he was coming out of high school. I thought he was really uh, – he looked like a really hard-nosed player in his high school film, and he's kind of just waiting his turn. Takari Carr, number 22 defensively. He's a six-foot, 170-pound freshman defensive back out of – Dominguez High School in Compton, California. Another guy we know next to nothing about. Number 22, Isaiah Fonse. A 5'10", 202-pound running back out of Bellevue, Washington. A first-team All-American selection in the preseason. A first-team All-Big Sky selection in the preseason. He was an All-American and an All-Big Sky guy last year as a junior. He is rapidly closing in on Ryan Johnson's all-time rushing record in a career at MSU. He set the single-season Bobcat rushing record a year ago. The long and the short of it is, the kid's one of the best running backs I've ever seen in the Big Sky Conference. He's the best running back I've covered at Montana State. He's the best running back in the United States of America when he's healthy. That's the question, though. Is he healthy? I know he had off-season surgery uh, this last year. He did not participate in spring ball. There's all sorts of stuff going around about his availability early in the year. He was not nominated by Montana State for the preseason Offensive Player of the Year award. Instead, Tommy Malott was. I think that that's revelatory about the status of Afonso. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens on opening day. But I, I think that 
I would be surprised if Isaiah Fonse was uh, the workhorse on the opening day. I'd actually be surprised if he even started uh, that opening game against McNeese State, Gold Rush, September 3rd. But um, I would be utterly blown away. I'd be shocked if he was the um, the bell cow, 25 carries in the opener. I, don't, I just really don't think that that's going to happen. Number 23 is Marquis Johnson. He's a transfer from Sac State, a sophomore wide receiver, 5'8", 170 pounds. Same thing as these other transfers. They just stacked up the transfers at receiver to try to replace guys that left the program or they graduated from the program. I think they knew they wanted to be better at receiver. So I don't know if it's going to be Malik Mullins or Ravy Alston or Cleveland Thomas from Kentucky or this kid or a combination of all of them. But if you got four options and you just need two of them to hit, that's why you brought in four. So it just uh, it delays your odds a little bit. Number 23 is Hayden Aiden Parks. He's a six foot 195 pound. Redshirt freshman out of Pleasant Valley High School in Chico, California. Came in as a really productive linebacker, a guy that had great film, great aggressiveness. Now he's playing safety. I think it's a better fit. If he evolved into a Ty Okada-type player, playing up there in the box as a big nickel, I think that'd be a great fit. He's still got ways to go in terms of climbing up the depth chart, but I like the move of moving him to safety. Number 24, Lane Sumner. 5'8", 192-pound junior running back out of Huntley Project. I love this kid. I think he's one of the most underrated backs in the big sky. He's rushed for over 100 yards in a game twice in his career, yet he's still kind of overshadowed. He was hurt last year, and uh, he's kind of in and out of the lineup. But given the question marks with Afonso, plus given a strong spring by Sumner, I think he is uh, he's prone for a breakout season. Reminds me a little bit of Logan Jones, who was a great running back for the Bobcats a couple years back. But I actually think Sumner is – a little bit faster, as crazy as that is, because Jones was fast, but Sumner's really fast. I mean, he's a state champion in the 100 meters, and he's also tough. Like I said, I'm always going to sing this kid's praises. I think if you have Lane Sumner as your feature back, you he's a good player. Like He he is a, a guy that can be productive in the big sky, and if he hits his peak, he can be all-league running back in the big sky. I think he's that good. I really like Lane Sumner. I think of Afonso's nursing some stuff or even out in the beginning of the year. I think Sumner has a real opportunity to be just fine, if not really good there at running back. Gosh, they have a lot of double numbers. I think we've talked about 40 kids so far, and we're only on number 24. Bobcats by the numbers. How they presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com. There is a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Bobcats by the numbers roll on. Number 25 defensively is Eli Abbey. He was a high school quarterback, a state championship quarterback at Laurel High School. 
six foot 185 pounder. Now he's a redshirt freshman safety. I think he's another one of these guys that's just going to have to make his name some way, probably on special teams, first and foremost. Number 26, a guy who has a real chance to be like the next Ty Okada, and I mean that not necessarily in size, stature, or talent, but the guy that if you're around the program, you knew it was coming. I knew Ty Okada was going to be a good player since he stepped into the incarnate word playoff game as a redshirt freshman and was lights out. And then when he became an all-league player, I was not surprised at all. There was sort of this talk amongst the media corps that this guy was coming out of nowhere, but I thought he was awesome. I think Rylan Ort is awesome, number 26. He's a 6'1", 205-pound safety. Crazy to think he's only a sophomore still eligibility-wise. He's been out of high school for several years now. Missoula Sentinel product. But the dude is tough. He's athletic. He's smart. He is put together. He's really, really strong. And I think that he has an opportunity. So I guess what I'm saying is when I'm saying he has an opportunity to be a breakout player, he's not breaking out to me. I already think Rylan Ord is very good. If he can put it together, though, Everybody will know he's very good, and that could be a very good thing for the Bobcats. Number 27 defensively, Connor Ryan. He's the son of Cy Ryan, who played for the Bobcats back in the 90s. He's a 6'1", 202-pound sophomore out of Billings West. He's a safety nickel type, uh, just like Rylan Ort and Ty Okada. And I think it's a good spot for him. Uh, he runs well. He's just going to have to wait his turn. Number 28 defensively, Jake Diagostino. Former high school quarterback, he's sensing a pattern here. Eli Abbey, former high school quarterback, turned safety. Rylan Ort, former high school quarterback, turned safety. Jake Diagostino, former high school quarterback, turned safety. 6'2", 195-pound redshirt freshman out of Bozeman, Montana. And uh, another guy kind of fighting his way in. Max Kimball is number 29. He is a six foot 180-pounder out of Billings West High School. Uh, incoming freshman and almost certainly going to redshirt, but he is a Bobcat legacy guy. Uh, both his dad and uncle played on the 84, 19, 1984 National Championship team. So um, he's got good good lineage. Number 30 defensively, Danny Uliola Kepa. Uliola Kepa. They always t- teach me. Now Moyakiola taught me how to do this. You just say every vowel. Uliola Kepa. Okay, so there's your pronunciation, guys. Uliola Kepa. Danny Uli Akepa, the uh, Danny U, as they called him uh, with the coaching staff. Uh, he's a former highly recruited guy. He was the league player of the year there out of Puyallup, Washington, uh, in the Seattle area. 6'1", 215 pounds. He missed spring with an injury, and so we didn't get a chance to see him. But I heard from guys around the program that he's a guy that they really like a lot. And uh, with Troy Anderson in the NFL, I think that the spot next to preseason All-Big Sky inside linebacker Callahan O'Reilly is going to be a battle between Danny Yu and Nolan Askelson. I think those are the two guys that are going to battle most to play next to, to O'Reilly, and uh, I think Danny Yu is a really good one. Number 31 defensively, Jace Fitzgerald, retro freshman linebacker out of Dillon, Montana. Again, another high school quarterback. Another guy that's uh, fighting his way to, to figure out depth, but he's uh, the younger brother of R.J. Fitzgerald, who's wearing number 41 this year. The, uh, the Bobcat legacy number, recently established tradition. So we'll see if Jace Fitzgerald can find his way in the mix. Jory Choate, number 32, the former, I guess the son of, he's not the former son, he is still the son of Jeff Choate. That's the former Montana State head coach. Jory, a 6'2", 205-pound linebacker out of Bozeman High. Crazy to believe that he's a senior now, but he is. Uh, He's been good on special teams and uh, a good program guy. We'll see if he can get some reps here in his final year, but kudos to him for sticking it out. Not easy to play for your dad. 
even not easier to play for a program that your dad used to be the head coach for and to stick around, carve out your rep, prove to people that it wasn't just because your dad was the coach, and to make it to your senior year, it's a good story. Number 33 is Blake Heal. He's a 6'3", 270-pound junior defensive tackle, formerly of Tarleton State. He was a guy I didn't know much about coming into last year. He proved to be really tough. I think he still has a long ways to go in terms of rushing the passer and being a three-down player, but he's a really good talent on the inside and really good against the run. And so I think that that's what gives him a chance. That's what's going to keep him in the rotation. So um, I think Blake Heal, he'll be one of a variety of guys. We're going to talk about a ton of dudes who uh, are going to play on the defensive front for Montana State. But I think Blake Heal uh, is certainly one of them. Number 34, Bobcats by the Numbers, presented by Opportunity Bank. Nolan Askelson, six foot one, two hundred and twenty pound junior linebacker out of Billings Senior. He was the Montana uh, Class AA Defensive Player of the Year, his senior year of high school. Also a high school quarterback. He was a starter as a redshirt freshman last year. He was a starter as well, but then uh, he had an injury that cost him the second half of the year. But he'll be a front runner to be uh, one of the top inside linebackers on this roster. Number thirty five, Cade Cutler. He's a gray shirt. He came out of Phillipsburg, Montana. Flint Creek High School was a multiple-time state champion there for the drummond Peberg Co-op. His dad, Mike, was the head coach there. Cutler's a good kid and a really, really tough kid. He's a rodeo guy as well. 6'195 195-pound defensive back. Uh, he had a knee injury, which caused him to, ra- to gray shirt. I haven't seen this kid a few times. I talked to him in the airport on the way to Frisco. He's cut from the right cloth. He's an old-school Montana ranch kid. He's got a great head on his shoulders. I think he's got a chance to be one of those guys that's just an, a small school, classy guy who makes his name with the Bobcats. Nolan Iverson, a 5'10", 180-pound freshman out of Missoula, Montana, went to IMG Academy after playing at Missoula Loyola. He's a walk-on. He's a guy that was on the spring ball roster. Not sure he's going to make it to the fall. If he does, we'll find out more about him. Number 37, Bryce Layton. He's a punter out of Camas, Washington, 6'3", 210 pounds. Preseason all-big sky and justifiably so. Thought the two best punters in the league last year were Leighton at Montana State and Brian Buschini at Montana. Leighton returns. Buschini transferred to Nebraska. Leighton's got one more year at least with the Bobcats. He's only a sophomore. He'll be getting calls from the FBS because he's that kind of talent. But it seems like he's really entrenched in the program, really likes it. And uh, he's got an unbelievable leg. He's one of the most talented punters I've ever seen. And he was the national punter of the year, so that's no surprise. I think Bryce Leighton justified it being the preseason all-big sky nod at punter. I also think it's funny that Glesner wears 37 because 37 is the legacy number at Montana. And the Bobcats, during the Jeff Choate era, hilariously trolled Montana by giving 37 to Bryce Sturk and then having him do a media campaign saying the real number 37. And it's even funnier that uh, unintentionally now the best punter in the league <laughs> Where's that number? It has nothing to do with the Grizz. I know it doesn't, but it's just it's just funny because the guy who inherited 37 from Bryce Sterk is uh, a coffin corner punter. Big Sky Breakdown presented in part by Nick Tabor and Westpac Wealth. Nick has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to financial advising in a variety of sectors. Let Nick and his firm make your life more tax efficient. Bobcats by the numbers. Blake Glesner, number 39. He's a 6'272 pounder, sophomore out of Woodenville, Washington. Lights out as a freshman kicker last year. 
might have been the preseason All-Big Sky kicker, if not for the return of Kevin Satowski to Sac State. Satowski was the first-team All-League kicker last year. But how about this for a stat line in his debut season? Glesner made 20 field goals. That's the second most in school history. He scored 108 points total, which is the seventh most. 48 of 51 on PATs. And he also had 52 touchbacks in 85 kickoffs and pinned opponents inside their 25 17 more times. So really impressive freshman year by Glesner. He was third-team All-Big Sky uh, as a freshman. And uh, the future, incredibly bright. By the way, 26 attempts for those 20 field goal makes. He was uh, 13 of 14 inside 40 yards. And two of three from outside of 50 as well. Five of nine from 40 to 49 yards. So that could be one place where he could improve. But even hit a 54-yarder against Wyoming. And uh, he's a really good weapon entering his second year as Montana State's kicker. Number 40, Alex Johnson, linebacker out of Helena. 6'3", 207 pounds, redshirt freshman out of Helena High. Crazy he's still only a redshirt freshman. That actually might be incorrect on the roster. He might be a sophomore. But he's a guy that I didn't know what his upside would be, but now he's put on the weight, he's put on the strength, and he's good. He flashed during the spring game. I think he's probably a year away from really being in the mix in the rotation, but he'll be a a special teams guy. He's got long levers, super smart kid. I think when he was coming out of Helena High, might have got a little football money, but he definitely got some academic money as as well. So tone setter in the classroom, and uh, he's been a pleasant surprise. I didn't know what his upside was. I didn't know if he had that much upside, but he's shown that he did, and he's a legitimate player now. Number 41, so the Bobcats have a legacy jersey now. Montana, the 41st state admitted to the Union, so now 41 is their legacy number. It's been passed down now this last 10 years or so from Brad Daly of Helena to Grant Collins of Bozeman, and then from Grant Collins of Bozeman to Chase Benson of Helena, and now R.J. Fitzgerald who's a 5'10", 225-pound fullback out of Dillon, Montana. He's a senior, high school classmate of Troy Anderson, a legacy kid for the Grizz. His dad and uncle both played for the Grizz in the mid-'90s, but he's flipped it his way, and now he and his sister, Brindley, who had a stint with the MSU women's basketball team, uh, as well as younger brother Jace, who is a, a linebacker who we talked about earlier, uh, they're all Bobcats now. So Fitzgerald's not going to be much of a, a statistical producer, but he's certainly a heart and soul type player of this team. He's the tone setter when it comes to um, vocal leadership as well as toughness. I mean, for example, he dislocated his elbow last year during the playoffs and hardly even missed any time. Uh, it seems like he's fully back from that injury, but he's a guy that will set the tone for you on special teams as a lead blocker. In the weight room, in the meeting room. Uh, he's a mature guy. He was a multi-sport athlete in high school, so he loves to compete. And uh, I just think that he's uh, – you can't say he's an unsung hero because he's going to be a captain of this team. But he is a guy that's not going to fill up the stat sheet, but he does a lot of stuff that doesn't have a statistic associated with it. 42 for Montana State. Ryan Crahey, he's a linebacker, 6'1", 205 pounds, out of Great Falls High. He's a freshman. Uh, almost certainly going to redshirt, but he was a good player at the AA level a year ago. 43 is Mikado O'Reilly, a linebacker out of Bozeman High School. He's a sophomore. He's the younger brother of Callahan O'Reilly, six foot, 220 pounds. He was one of the best players in Class AA as a uh, high school guy, 
broke his foot, ankle, something like that. Lower extremity injury his senior year of high school. And uh, so he's been coming back from that for a little while. But he's got a lot of upside and uh, just to provide some depth. Number 44, Jake Began. He was a quarterback and defensive lineman at Gallatin High School. He's an incoming freshman. He is the son of head coach Brent Began, 6'2", 200 pounds. And uh, they got him slated as a defensive end. So that will be an interesting transition for Jake Began. Um, but maybe a little less pressure not having to play quarterback for your head coach father, who also happens to be, uh, well, I guess Taylor Housewright's technically the quarterback's coach. But as Housewright always jokes, he's the offensive coordinator. And uh, Vegan's <laughs> Brett Vegan's the quarterback's coach. So a um, little less pressure for Jake not having to maybe work under his father on a daily basis. 45 defensively, Hunter Parsons, 6'3", 225-pound redshirt freshman out of Sparks, Nevada. Thought this kid was really impressive during spring drills. And uh, physically, he looks really good. He's got a high motor. He's still figuring out the technique and things like that, but he, he's got the body. And oftentimes that's... Uh, the first place you start, but I think he's got a lot of upside. If he can play like he looks, he'll be a good player someday. Logan Fredrickson, a six foot three, two hundred and ten pound freshman defensive end out of Rigby, Idaho. Don't know hardly anything about this kid, but he looks like he's got a good frame. Forty seven, Callahan O'Reilly, the older brother of McCade, Bozeman High product, six two, two hundred and twenty five pound senior out of Bozeman High School, high school quarterback, who's quietly become one of the most solid inside linebackers in the league, and now a preseason all-Big Sky pick. He, he walks with a quiet confidence, but the kid is tough. He bangs. He, he's he's uh, not scared to stick his nose in there, and uh, he's going to graduate with a ton of production, which he should be very proud of uh, after trans- the transition he's made. Uh, true testament to work ethic, toughness, perseverance, all of it. And uh, I hope he has a great senior year because he has a great story, especially coming from Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Number 48, Max Murphy, a 6'2", 220-pound freshman out of Billings West High School, slated as a fullback. That last year's West team, last couple years of West teams, have had a ton of talent, and a lot of them, including Max Murphy, Max Kimball, Taco and Caden Dowler, Paul Brott, Neil Daly, they've all landed on Montana State's roster. So they got a a good thing going and getting the guys from West to move to Bozeman. And uh, I think they like Murphy as a fullback. Maybe he can find his way in to be kind of the next guy after R.J. Fitzgerald, Jahari Martin. We'll see, but uh, one of the only true fullbacks listed on the roster. 49 on offense. Caden Strutz, I guess he's listed as a running back and a linebacker. He was a springtime guy, freshman out of Big Sandy, Montana, six foot, 210 pounds. What is his um, roster status, first of all? Uh, not sure, but uh, definitely uh, a guy who was on the roster, at least as of this recording, August 1st, so... Uh, we'll see if the uh, the Class C kid can make his way uh, on the Bobcats. 50, Zach Black, defensive tackle, 6'4", 260-pound redshirt freshman out of Rocky Mountain High School in Meridian, Idaho, right outside of Boise. Tough, mean, high motor. I think he has a, a huge upside. I think that Zach Black, I don't know if it's going to be this year because he's still just a freshman, but I think he has a real chance 
to be one of the, the uh, I'm not going to say next great Bobcat defensive lineman because that's way too much pressure on the kid. His ceiling is a multiple-time all-conference player, and I know the coaches really like him. He was a big recruit coming out of high school, and uh, he's fulfilled that for sure. Now we're into the second half of the roster. Bobcat by the numbers, presented by Blackfoot Communications, as well as Opportunity Bank. We're going to get into some of the more of the linemen, and so this is more of a group analysis. So some of these guys are going to have the same narrative. I think that if you are a up-and-coming young offensive lineman, getting bigger and stronger is a huge key. Finding a way to get into the rotation to get some experience, a huge key. And being able to outlast the, the rigors of practicing every day, putting on the weight, grinding through the workouts. That all of these guys are going to have the, if they're not starters, they're all going to have the same narrative around them. So we might just rip through some guys that are sort of in that same group. Number 51 is Trey Yates. He's the younger brother of Bobcat legend Tucker Yates. Tucker was a defensive tackle from Cole Strip. Trey came in as a defensive lineman. Now he's played on the offensive line. Six foot, 260 pound redshirt freshman. Uh, probably just a depth guy. Early on here. Number 53 is Luke Fedick, a 6'1", 200-pound defensive end, redshirt freshman out of Bozeman High. Great athlete in high school. Um, a guy that is going to need a little bit more mass uh, on the defensive front, but if he can put it on, uh, sh- could be a good one because he's explosive, he's twitchy, and uh, he moves really well. 55 on offense, JT Reed, 6'3", 285-pound sophomore out of San Jose, California. Former uh, San Mateo College transfer. He's probably going to be a starter on the interior offensive line, as is number 56, Cole Sane, 6'4", 285-pound junior, a guy who has ties to the Bitterroot Valley in western Montana, prepped at St. John Bosco Prep in Belfort, California, went to Montana, went back to a junior college in Riverside, and then transferred to Montana State. I think that Cole Sane, JT Reed, probably two of the, the main candidates to be starters at the offensive guard position. Uh, this year at, at uh, Montana State. Sane has been, um, he's played more than JT Reed. I think JT Reed's the more talented of the two and the more physical of the two. Sane, more experienced. He's also a very attentive kid. When I talked to the Bobcat football team, he was front and center, looking me right in the eyes, taking notes. And uh, that'll get you far as an offensive lineman, especially a guy with a lot of room to grow just coming into his junior year. Number 57 defensively, Tyson Regenbald. He is a, Six foot three, two hundred forty-seven pounds. Senior, he's from the College of the Siskiyous, which is where Daniel Hardy came out of. These guys were good buddies. Hardy came to Montana State and went from a project to a backup to a spot starter in place of an injured Troy Anderson to the best defensive end in the Big Sky Conference to a seventh-round draft pick by the Los Angeles Rams. Reginbald came in, played a little bit when he first got to town. Got hurt and has stayed hurt. He's had some bad knee injuries, but he's fought through it, and now here he is with an opportunity to play one last year of college football. So I wish him the best of luck. It's definitely taken a lot for him to get here. 58 on offense. Aaron Richards, a six foot four, 290-pound sophomore offensive guard out of Butte Central Catholic. He's 58. Tommy Nielsen, who's a redshirt, or excuse me, a true freshman out of Missoula, Hellgate, 6'3, 255. Bear Old, who's a f- true freshman, 6'2", 280 pounds out of Tiger, Georgia. Burke Mastel, who's a 6'4", 290-pound freshman out of Red Lodge. He's number 64. 
Jaron Perkins. I guess they're going to have Jaron, who's Justice's little brother, play it on the uh, defensive line. Connor Moore, a 6'5", 260-pound true freshman out of Millbury, Ohio. I'm just listing all the guys that are going to be like uh, the the young offensive linemen. I guess those are kind of the guys that are for sure still a year or two away from playing. But that's 58 Aaron Richards, 60 Tommy Nielsen, 62 Bear Old, 64 Burke Mastel, and uh, 72 Connor Moore. So those guys are kind of all in that same mix, the guys that need to, again, get stronger, bigger, find a way to get on the field somehow, and then uh, start proving their way. But they're all young guys, all freshmen or redshirt freshmen, so that's to be expected. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. 63, Rush Reimer, 6'5", 300-pound sophomore out of Camas, Washington. He's going to be the dude at left tackle. He got thrown into the lineup last year, fared pretty well as a freshman. He's got a ton of upside. He's a really smart kid. He was a very highly recruited kid. I think if he can develop a mean streak, he could be that kid that maybe transforms into a, at least an NFL hopeful. We'll see. But uh, a good start when you have his frame, his athleticism, and his smarts. So, uh, even if he's not a all-conference, all-American type this year, that's what his upside is. So when he got that guy and he's already been playing as a freshman and a sophomore, stick with him. Hope he, it clicks sooner than later. And when it does click, then the sky's the limit. And I think that uh, the Bobcats have done a great job of that over the last 20 years. You know, whether it was Brent Swaggart or Mike Person or John Widenauer or Mitch Brott, they've done a great job of having tackles play early and having those guys have growing pains and then become – Really good, and sometimes even all-time great players. Number 65, Justice Perkins, one of my favorite guys on the squad. A six-foot, 285-pound sophomore center out of Bozeman High School. He's, he's a funny guy, first of all, entertaining, cool dude. But he also, he's proved what I've said for so long. Get rid of the prototype height when you're talking about centers, man. If the dude is strong, explosive, savvy, and has smarts, just like Justin per- Justice Perkins does, he can hang for sure. So I think that Perkins was good as a redshirt freshman starter last year. He has a chance to be really good this year. And if his trajectory keeps on going, he could be an all-league guy by the time it's all said and done as well. 66 is Titan Fleischman, a six foot four, 260-pound redshirt freshman out of Pocatello, Idaho. Very interested in this kid. I think he's going to be one of those guys that's just right there on the border. You know, he's probably somewhere between the, the 7th and 12th offensive lineman on the roster. If you're the seventh guy, you're traveling. And if somebody goes down, you're starting. If you're the 12th guy, you might not be traveling, and you're going to need two guys to go down before you're in the mix. But he's mean, and I know they like him internally, so we'll see what he can become. Uh, But it's a big offseason for him, even if he's not a guy that people are talking about on Saturdays. uh, It's a big year for him for sure. Another guy that's got a big year coming up is Joe McElroy, number 67. He's a 6'4", 295 pounds. 695 pounds would be way too much. 6'4", 295 pounds senior out of Missoula, Loyola. He uh, has been a deaf guy, and then he had a bad knee injury, and 
Um, it looks like he's back from that, though, and so he could be a guy that pushes for his starting spot. I'm not sure. The guys that are going to be going to have big years, kind of like Titan Fleischman, who I just described, it's Fleischman, Joey McElroy, Holden Sampson out of Helena, uh, Jacob Kettles out of Linden, Washington. Those are all the guys that are trying to fight to get into that, you know, at the at the top, one of the one of the last starters until you know maybe getting on the travel roster or being like a third string guy. So that's sixty six Titan Fleshman, sixty seven Joey McElroy, seventy Holden Sampson, seventy five Jacob Kettles. Those are kind of the guys that are all in that same sort of second tier. Number sixty nine, Omar. Egabidion, I think is how you say his last name. He's a transfer from Army Prep, originally from Katy, Texas, in the Houston area. 6'3", 280-pound freshman. Yeah, I don't know what to think of him. He has a year from a prep school under his belt. I know they really like him internally. I've heard from coaches that they really think he has a tremendous upside, and he might be one of the surprises of that offensive front, but he needs some experience. So I don't want to group him in that developmental group that we talked about first or in that second tier group i think he's going to be somewhere in between those two um so we'll see we'll see uh where he maybe can can land and maybe he lands in the starting lineup we'll see 71 tommy sullivan 5'11, 230 pound sophomore long snapper out of archbishop murphy high school in everett washington great high school program he was really good last year as a freshman he was a preseason all big sky selection coming into his sophomore year. So some some expectations for him, for sure. Um, but he was solid last year, and if he does that again, he'll be, be a good one this year as well. Connor Moore, we already put into our developmental group of offensive linemen. Jaden Perkins, who's the other Perkins twin, he's in the developmental group as well. 6'1", 290-pound offensive lineman out of Bozeman High. We mentioned Kettles, who was trying to come back from a knee injury. If he can, he could be a guy that maybe is a starter. Uh, he has that kind of talent i just don't know what his health is going to be like but i know he was really highly regarded coming out of high school number 76 marcus ware he's a 6'2 255 pound redshirt freshman he came in as a defensive end out of building central now he's going to play offensive line he was running with the ones in spring he's strong and he's determined and i think he's pretty smart and i think that goes a long ways to being a good offensive lineman so uh, if he makes the transition straight from a reserve defensive lineman to a starting offensive lineman, what a great story. What a great story of sacrifice, doing what it takes for the team, and acclimating in a new position. Uh, what does that mean for Montana State, though? It is If he's the only option, that's not a good thing. If he just is the one that made the most progress and he's a legitimate player on the offensive front, that is a good thing. So stay tuned on Marcus Ware. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Number 80, Trayton Pickering, a six foot four, 240-pound junior tight end out of Sunburst, Montana. Like we always say, man, this is what they look like. One of my favorite guys on the squad. Blew his knee as a freshman, 
came back, had a touchdown catch against Wyoming, was a solid player throughout his sophomore year, and uh, now he's got a chance to be kind of that number two tight end right alongside Derek Snell. 81, Tavion Williams, Amandre Williams' little brother, 5'10", 170-pound wide receiver, sophomore, played at Laney College, which was recently featured on Last Chance U. I think when they were on there, he was actually on that team. I tried to do a story on it a couple years ago, and uh, they didn't want me doing it because he hadn't done anything for the Cats yet, so maybe that's something we we, um, circle back to. 82, Elijah Reynolds, 6'4", 245-pound sophomore tight end out of Red Lodge. He's in a log jam at that position, but dang, he looks good. He's a good-looking athlete, really good body, good frame, and uh, he might just be having to wait his turn for a while, but uh, he's definitely a talented guy. 83, Dylan Snyder, 6'2", 185-pound freshman wide receiver out of Butte, Montana. Was a solid player for the Bulldogs last year, probably just going to redshirt this year, but he's definitely got some upside. He's shifty. He was a really good defensive end, too, so he's got some toughness. And uh, Butte was good last year, so he, he was a key part to that. Noah Smith, six foot three, 190-pound freshman wide receiver out of Joshua, Texas. Don't know much about this kid, but his film looks like he's explosive and he can really run, can go get the ball. Aiden Garrigan is number 85. Great story here. This kid was a preferred walk-on out of Magnolia, Texas, six foot three, 190 pounds. And he played his way out of the two deep during spring. I know they brought in some of these transfer receivers. We'll see where Aiden Garrigan lands. But uh, a guy that put in the work and definitely made a name for himself, made the, made the roster at the very least and, and legitimized his betting on himself uh, to come up here as a preferred walk-on from Texas. Number 87, Ryan Lonergan, a sophomore tight end out of Bozeman, Montana, 6'4", 230 pounds. Another guy that's kind of buried at that tight end spot. they got a lot of guys at that spot. But he's a guy that's got a lot of uh, upside. Rylan Schlepp, 6'4", 230 pounds out of Bozeman, Montana. Does that sound familiar? He's a Gallatin High guy, though. He's a freshman. He'll certainly redshirt. One of the best high school basketball players in the state, though, as Lonergan was several years ago. So uh, I think it's an applicable trade. If, you, if you're a good rebounder, a big, strong, physical guy on the basketball court, it translates to being a tight end. And it's also why we see a lot of the guys from Division One basketball become great tight ends like Antonio Gates and Tony Gonzalez. Uh, it's a translatable skill. Number 90, Aaron Gurley, 6'2", 220-pound freshman defensive end from Greenway, Arizona. Uh, the kid played in a weird system in high school. Uh, he was basically just like the playmaker in it. So he was shifting all over the place. So he's explosive. He's a good tackler. He got a nose for the ball. Having a hard time figuring out the D-line part, though. I think he has some upside in figuring it out. He's got good coaches there to teach him. Uh, I think that just as a freshman, though, he's got a long ways to learn the, the nuances of the position. 92, defensive tackle, Blake Schmidt, 6'2", 278-pounder, redshirt freshman out of San Diego, California, Monta Vista High School. I've heard that this offseason he's been chasing Chase Benson's program record for power cleans. Benson power clean, I think, close to 400 pounds last year. Schmidt's been trying to get after it. He's up to around 285, I hear. Uh, or 385, excuse me. So he's got explosiveness, he's got the strength. And last year he got a little overshadowed as one of the young guys, but he played a lot last year, and I think if he can take another step, then that means he's going to be a bona fide guy on the interior defensive line uh, for the Cats. Number 93 is Kyle Rigg, 6'5", 275-pound senior out of uh, Sheldon High School in Eugene, Oregon. The kid was a day-one starter last year against Wyoming. Blew his knee early in that game. 
and miss the whole rest of the year. So he'll be slow coming back. You hope he can get back because he's a, a big kid with a ton of athleticism, and uh, he's he kind of got stuck behind a bunch of great players, and they got hurt. And so uh, with his final year ahead of him, hopefully he can at least get some sort of opportunity to, to try to prove himself. 94 is David Alston, six foot four, 240-pound junior defensive end, formerly uh, out of Nebraska, a transfer. He played a lot of stand-up outside linebacker at Nebraska, and he had a hard time putting his hand in the dirt. He got blown off the ball a lot last year. But I'm hearing that he has made progress in physicality and setting the edge and, and uh, being physical and all that stuff. So uh, maybe he, I mean, he's got a great frame. He's a long guy, long levers. So uh, if, he, if he can learn to how to play the position, then that'll be good for him. 95 is Sebastian Valdez, another one of my favorite guys on the team. 6'3", 282 pounds. He's a sophomore out of Monta Vista uh, in Spring Valley. Same high school as Blake Schmidt. So um, great connection there, great pipeline there. Valdez, man, you, you don't look like this and play interior defensive line in the FCS. He's got so much lean muscle mass. He's not fat whatsoever. He's just a boss hog. He's so strong. He walks on his toes. Athlete. And uh, I think that if he can make the rubber meet the road in terms of producing, he ate up so many blocks, and he let Chase Benson and Daniel Hardy and Amandre Williams make so many plays last year. And he was kind of the sacrificial guy. If he can start, if he can keep sacrificing and start making plays, he keeps getting bigger, uh, I think that he's the guy that has the most NFL potential of any guy on the Bobcat defense. I know that's crazy hyperbole for a sophomore, but I think that he is the most league body, the most league gifts uh, of anybody on this squad. 96 is Paul Brott, a six foot three, 245 pound defensive tackle, redshirt freshman out of Billings West. He was on that great West team that played Sentinel in the 2020 state championship game. Also the third Brott brother to play at Montana State. He's the youngest brother of Wilson Brott. Mitch Brott, and uh, now Paul Brott. Wilson came in as a uh, tight end who then became like a tight end slash offensive tackle. Really a great team player that, that sacrificed a lot for the team to become sort of that jumbo tight end. Ended up catching a touchdown against North Dakota, which was a cool moment, cool memory for him. Mitch Brott, of course, Iron Man, 50 consecutive starts at the tackle spots between right and left tackle. You know, first team all-conference, first team all-American type guy his senior year in 2019. A guy I was actually surprised didn't get a better shot in the NFL because I thought he was league all day, not only because he was 6'5", 300, but he also was mean. He had the attitude, the consistency, the production. He was a great leader. I thought he would have fit into an NFL locker room, but I think like a lot of guys coming out of that 2019, kind of got it robbed from him because there was no chance for a pro day. And so he didn't even really get a shot, which was uh, which was a bummer. But Paul brought... Not playing offense, playing defense. Loved Paul Brott, though, during the uh, AA State Championship game in 2020 when I first watched him. I thought he really took it to the Sentinel offensive line, including Dylan Rollins, who was the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, went on to play at BYU. He's currently still at BYU. I thought Brock got the upper hand in that matchup and uh, definitely a a preview, perhaps, of, of things to come for the young Bobcat defensive lineman. 97, Ethan Abbott, six foot five, 285-pound true freshman out of Florence, Montana. Had him in my ESPN studio earlier this summer. You can check that interview out on the Nuanas Now podcast. But the kid is a mountain. Gentle giant for sure. Quiet, shy, unassuming, but he comes from a military family. 
They were living in Maryland, and then his dad retired from the Navy, and they decided to move to the Bitterroot Valley. So Florence just gets this D1 defensive tackle in Class B to anchor their lines. Pretty good addition for them. And uh, Abbott made it all happen, too. I mean, that Florence team was one of the most dominant Class B teams I've ever seen in Montana. And uh, a guy that's going to be a few years away from contributing, but a guy that has a lot of upside, and I know he really wants it, too. Very happy to be a Bobcat. Then finally, number 98, defensive end, Ben Seymour, six foot two, 233-pound junior out of Valencia, California. Defensive end who transferred from the College of the Canyons before last season. This is the type of guy that makes prototypes seem silly. He's not a prototype. He does not have prototype size. He does not have long levers. He's not that tall for a defensive end. He's not that massive. But, man, I love him. He's great fundamentals, great hand fighter, great pass rushing moves, tough, relentless motor, stronger than his size would indicate. Good player. I think that Ben Seymour is going to be one of the guys that when he's breaking out, don't be surprised. You heard it here first. He's going to be a guy that has a productive year for the Bobcats, and I think they have a lot of defensive linemen that are going to play. I think Seymour, Valdez, Alston, Rigg, Schmidt, Zach Black will probably be in that mix uh, a little bit as well. Brody Greedy, of course, will be in that mix too. They have a lot of guys, a lot of options up there on the defensive front, just as they did a year ago. Big Sky Breakdown presented by Blackfoot Communications, Opportunity Bank, and Nick Tabor of Westpac Wealth. Appreciate all those awesome sponsors for being a part of the Big Sky Breakdown. More fall camp coverage, more Big Sky kickoff reactions. All the best of the best here at Skyline Sports, SkylineSportsMT.com, every day, every season. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Sky Breakdown. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Bye.